Everybody, this is Brandon Olson, and you are listening to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast, which obviously you already know because you pressed to listen to it. Uh, I will be flying solo tonight as Dylan is unable to record with me, which is fine. Uh, he hates me. It's cool. I don't, I don't take it that personally. I gotta do a little bit, but not a ton. Um, but yeah, so I'll be here alone recording the NFC East preview which is so bittersweet as a Giants fan and given their current state of the team. Uh, We've got quite a few questions sent in tonight. Um, I'm going to answer one of them now just because it's, it's Chris King. And he asked, why is Landon Collins acting like a salty ex? And the reason is because Ever since the beginning of the offseason, 95% of the New York Giants fan base have been, I think, like salty exes. Uh, They won't stop bashing Landon Collins because Dave Gettleman didn't want to pay him, which that's fine. But Landon Collins is one of the best safeties in the NFL. I don't care if you want to say he's a box safety or not. It doesn't matter. He's one of the best safeties in the NFL. We've seen him do it before, and he will do it again. Um, he'll, he'll prove that he's one of the top safeties again. I have no doubt in my mind about that. Giants fans constantly attacking Odell and getting mad at him for answering questions that the media is asking him. The media asks him about the Giants... And he answers them, and then Giants fans get upset about the answers. But you know that if a player from the Browns came here, and they were asking questions about the Browns, and he was like, yeah, no, they suck, like I wasn't going to do anything there, you would have no problem with it. It's only because he's talking about your team, and he's completely correct with it. Uh, Sorry, I felt that that question needed to be answered before I record anything, or before I begin this preview at all so as always gonna start off with that was fun as always gonna start off with the uh the preseason preseason fuck uh, <laughs> gonna start off with the regular season standings and i'm going to this is also answering justin rochette's question of who will win and what will their record be uh i think think that Philly's going to take it, unfortunately, because Mike Hernishan is a uh, an Eagles fan, and that sucks to see his teams do well. But I think they will win with a record of eleven and five. I don't. That's not a stellar record, but it's good enough to win this division because no matter how good or bad teams are, they will always almost always play each other in tightly contested games and of course you have to consider if Carson Wentz is healthy which isn't often but you know we're gonna we're gonna assume he is here which is a very bold assumption to make 
Um, but yeah, assuming Carson Wentz is healthy, the Eagles will win with like an 11 and five record. Uh, in second place would be the Dallas Cowboys, of course, assuming that Zeke actually shows up, because a lot of players threaten to hold out and they'll do it in the preseason. I think Zeke would actually do it into the regular season. I think he would pull the next Le'Veon Bell and not show up to regular season games. Like he wouldn't show up to practice anything. Um, that could just be because I don't have a great, uh, I don't have a great opinion of his character, and I hate holdouts. But I think he would do that. Third place. <sighs> Third place is going to be Washington, I think. I I don't necessarily think Dwayne Haskins is ready to be a starting quarterback in the NFL right now, but I think the talent around him is plenty to help them win just more games than the Giants. That's all they have to do. And that's all I expect them to do, because this team was good before Alex Smith got hurt. They were, like, top of the division good. Good run game, strong defense, and I don't think they got worse really. Aside from quarterback, I don't think this team's much worse, if at all, if worse at all, than they were going into last season. And then, of course, last place is my Giants, uh, which I think they have a somewhat realistic chance to finish in third place. But that's their that's their ceiling in my eyes. I think they're going to be better than a lot of people expect them to be. But I don't think they're going to be good at all. Like I know a lot of people are saying they could be like, oh, the one in fifteen, two and fourteen team. I don't see them having less than three wins. But I also struggle to see them winning more than six. So I don't think they have a huge gap between their ceiling and floor uh, so yeah from top to bottom it's going to go eagles cowboys washington and giants then next we have the gambling odds for who will win the division and the favorites are the philadelphia eagles with minus 125 and i'm not a huge fan of the uh the favorite bets but I definitely would take the Eagles at minus 125 without hesitation. Um, second place, well, second most likely to win first place, the Dallas Cowboys at plus 125. I I, I want to say I would take it. Actually, at plus 175, I think I said 125, reading the wrong thing. My bad. Um, plus 175, I'm actually more likely to take it, of course. And yeah, I would, actually, thinking about it, because if the Eagles... If Carson Wentz gets hurt, this division is blown somewhat wide open with the Cowboys being heavy favorites. But that being said, I would also take Washington at plus 800, which I know that's that's insane to do. But if Carson Wentz gets hurt, which he probably will, I don't want him to. I don't care about the rivalry. I don't want anybody to get hurt. But he's proven that he has difficulty staying healthy. 
Um, I think Washington, if their run game is as good as it was last year, which it should be better, honestly, with Darius Geis there, if he's healthy and he remains healthy. Um, their defense is still very good. They didn't lose much that they didn't replace. Um, yeah, I, I think that they could be a dark horse to win it if everything goes right. If they stay healthy, because don't forget, last year at, a, at its point in uh, the season, they had defensive linemen coming out to play offensive line because they had so many injuries. So if they're healthy and their run game is solid, their defense stays solid, and whoever's playing quarterback plays turnover-free football, this team could be very good. I'm not saying Super Bowl good, but they could win the division. And then the bet I would never touch is the Giants at plus 1,000, which that number should be worse. Uh, I understand I said I think they're going to do better than people expect. I just think those odds are a little too good for them, uh, considering that Washington's at plus 800. I think there's, I think there could be a bigger gap there, uh, especially depending on if, when Daniel Jones comes into play. Oh God, this next question sucks. Uh, <laughs> which team had the best off season and which team had the worst off season? Worst off season's easily Giants. I'm just gonna go with that one. Uh, not a fan at all of the Daniel Jones pick. I hate that they let Landon Collins walk. I would have paid him whatever he wanted. I hate that they traded Odell for a first and that became uh, Dexter Lawrence. Uh, we traded Odell for a nose tackle and I hate that. Um, and Jabril, of course, which is good. I think he's going to play very well, but it still wasn't worth the value. And then they drafted, yeah, Daniel Jones at six. I did not like at all. I had him as, I think, a third round grade. DeAndre Baker pick was my favorite, but I'm still not a massive fan of it. He was my corner three behind Byron Murphy and Greedy Williams. Uh, best offseason, though, goes to Washington. I think they didn't lose a lot. They found a potential franchise quarterback. They found a pass rusher that, if he's healthy, could be a huge playmaker for their defense. And they signed Landon Collins, who I've already I've mentioned like 15 times. I think he's a tremendous talent. I think he's going to ball out with possibly an all-pro season. We've seen him. He almost won Defensive Player of the Year. And safeties don't really do that. So that's that's just awesome. Uh, who do I think will be the MVP of the division? If healthy, it has to be Carson Wentz. It, it has to be. Um, he's by far the best quarterback in this division. And if he's playing, presumably the Eagles are winning games. And record matters when you're talking about MVP. If Wentz isn't healthy, uh, 
I, Zeke. I mean, part of me wants to say Dak, not that I think he deserves it at all. I'm not a huge Dak fan. Um, but I think the quarterback position will win it probably, which is what makes me want to say Dak. But Zeke's so clearly more important to the success of the Cowboys. Defensive player of the year, I I don't, I mean, it, it's to me there's two choices. It's Landon Collins, of course, or Demarcus Lawrence. I think those are your two options, but I think Demarcus Lawrence will be on the better team, and so I think he will win it there. Um, there's not really anybody on the Giants that I would consider there, and the Eagles. I feel like. Like, they have talent, of course. They have Fletcher Cox is one of the best defensive tackles in the league. Um, I just... I feel like they're a team that doesn't really have individuals put up the stats to win Defensive Player of the Year, but as a unit, they they gel so well, and they play so well together, which is the same thing. I don't care. But um, I think as a unit, they're much better than as any individual on the team is which is really awesome because that's how you get true team success is when your defense or any uh position or side of the ball gels so that's awesome for the philly i just don't think they'll have a defensive player of the year on the roster i do think they might have the rookie of the year though miles sanders is a baller and I was saying that I wanted Travion Williams for them. I just thought he was a perfect fit, but Miles Sanders could do the, could fill the same role. Um, he probably won't see a ton of carries early on with Jordan Howard there, but I think he'll be much more active in the receiving game. He will, of course, see his carries, but I think he'll be much more active in the receiving game. And that will help carry him over. And I don't think there's a ton of competition in the NFC East for Rookie of the Year. I don't know if Dwayne Haskins starts the whole year. So I'm not going to say he'll win it. Daniel Jones, 95% sure he's not going to start more than eight eight games this year. Uh, They're not going to give it to a nose tackle. They're not going to give it to a corner. Um, the Cowboys' first round pick last year was Amari Cooper. I I just Miles Sanders seems to be the most productive player that was drafted, or the player with the best opportunity to shine as a rookie. You could say Terry McLaurin on Washington, but I'm not sure what that offense is going to look like because I expect them to run a lot. So I don't think wide receiver production is going to really pop to you, um, or to anybody. And then going to the most improved player on each team. Uh, I'll go in the order that I said I think the uh, final standings will shape up. Which means I have Dallas Goddard. Or Goddard. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm just going with it. Huh. Get it? Goddard. Going with it. I'm sorry. I hate myself. Um, but if healthy, Dallas, Dallas G on Philly should be the most improved player. He didn't have a ton of production last season, but he 
he looks like he's just poised to be a superstar in the league. So Zach Ertz and Dallas G, um, they look like they could be one of, if not the best, tight end duo in the NFL by the end of the season. Especially if Carson Wentz is healthy, of course. So then after uh, Philly, we have Dallas. And I would say that Dallas doesn't have a lot of players that are really poised for breakout seasons. Um, I think regardless of what goes on with his contract, it's not going to be Dak Prescott, which I know it's weird to say that he could break out, but he's never been a super productive quarterback. He's just been consistent, reliable, sure. But I think he's already basically at his ceiling. I don't think he's going to get much better. I think he's just going to be Dak Prescott which if you're fine with how he is that's awesome there's no there's nothing wrong with that he's a fine (laughs) game manager um that's what he is sorry but I do think that one player that could break out it would be a situational pass rushing role but if Taco Charlton can finally put it together we've been waiting for a few years for this But if he could finally put it together, especially considering the lack of production we've seen from him, he could break out. Last year, or in his career, he has four sacks. Last year, he had one. I think that as long as he sees the field more consistently, he's going to have a breakout year per his standards. I don't necessarily think it'll be anything jaw-dropping, but if he can get... I don't know, if he can get six sacks this year, I think that that's a significant improvement, obviously. And then in third, we have Washington. And this one might be kind of cheating, but I put Darius Geis uh, towards ACL last year before the season started, recovering from that. Uh, He's actually still marked as questionable which is it's wild because it happened a year ago and usually you don't see injuries uh hold that long but Darius guys has the potential to be a true impact player for Washington he's got the size he's got the speed he's got the vision if he's healthy he will be their breakout player even if he's behind Adrian Peterson which it's that's not uh that's not unrealistic to think that he won't be the starter but i do think that he will be their breakout player if he's healthy because if he's healthy he's going to see the field and if he sees the field he's going to produce it's as simple as that and then for the giants a guy that a lot of people love for his size his athleticism and his potential but he hasn't really put it together and I don't care what you look at with his stats that they've been somewhat okay they haven't been bad at all really um but it's Evan Ingram I was not a massive fan when the Giants drafted him uh but I don't hate it either uh and I don't hate him at all I think that he could really benefit from making sure he looks in the ball so he stops dropping it last year we saw his receiving numbers drop but his yards per catch 
yards per game, catches per game, everything. I'm sorry, not catches per game. Catches per game slightly decreased, but everything else increased. Um, he's a wide receiver and a tight end's body lining up at tight end. He's a mismatch nightmare. Everyone's been saying it since they drafted him. He's going to cause havoc. If he was more consistent catching the ball, I'd completely agree with you. But he's so inconsistent and he's so unreliable that I'm really hoping that this year he'll be able to finally put it together and produce. Uh, he, I'm hoping he will as a Giants fan, but I'm not super confident in that. Um, that's most of the NFC East preview. Aside from that, we just have questions now. And I'm going to answer all of them, no matter how stupid I think they may be. Uh, looking at you, Justin and Mike. Um, it's just... Justin's question is which Cowboys players will be suspended this year uh, easy answer Zeke for something for literally anything he might be suspended just just for being Zeke um, I know that he has a reputation I'm not a fan of him that's completely irrelevant to this uh, I he'll get suspended for something at some point even if he did nothing. He did nothing last time. He got suspended six games. It's just... It's insane. Uh, and touching on that, I have no idea how Tyreek Hill didn't get suspended. Even if, of course, they said that he didn't beat his child. Uh, Jimmy Smith got suspended for menacing or threatening behavior to someone last season. And we heard Tyreek Hill say you should be terrified of me too, bitch, on recording. Um, to his fiance, I think she is. And that how that doesn't warrant a suspension, I have no idea at all. Um, but yeah, I think it would be Zeke. I don't think that the Cowboys are necessarily the, uh, the Cowboys that they used to be a couple years ago when they would just hire, or hire, wow, sign all of the, uh, or draft, all the problem players. Like, D David Irving's gone. He retired while smoking a blunt on Instagram Live, which is, that's, if you're gonna retire young, I think that's the way to do it. I just want to point that out. Um, that's about as baller as you can get. And then they don't have Greg Hardy, because now he's hitting people that are actually kind of his size and can hit back. Um, not throwing anybody onto a couch full of assault weapons. Um, which is wild. If you haven't heard of that, that's you should look that up. That was pretty crazy. Uh, they don't have Randy Gregory, really. Um, like, he's there. But I don't think he's going to do anything. He, even coming out of college, he was one of those guys. It's like, he has immense potential. But he never even came close to putting it together it looked like um i don't know they're just not as bad as they used to be which is what i'm getting to uh yeah randy gregory he's he's improved i'm not gonna say he's just garbage he's improved for sure but he is suspended for substance abuse i don't think 
he'll be here much longer. Um, yeah, I mean, he'll get suspended again, probably, honestly. But aside from that, it's pretty much Zeke is the only person I can think of. And then, what, Mike, this dumbass question. More worthy of being a $40 million fullback, Henry Hynoski or Dak Prescott? It's obviously Henry Hynoski. Um, love him. He's just a monster. Uh, fun fact, I do have a shirt that says, Guns don't kill people, Henry Hynoski kills people. Which, that was wildly inappropriate to wear to school, but I did it when I was in uh, high school. But it's... Obviously, Dak Prescott deserves more money. He's just making fun of him. Don't, don't get upset. Mike Kernishan also said, If healthy, could Wentz be an MVP candidate? Discussed this earlier. Yeah, he absolutely can be. And if he's healthy, he will be the NFC East MVP. He can be in the discussion for MVP of the NFL. But it's for every player, it's an uphill battle versus Pat Mahomes. That's just how it is. Not, not a, not saying he's got it locked down, but he's got great talent. Pat Mahomes has great talent around him. He's going to have a winning team, and he's got a great coach to scheme players open. All he has to do is find them. So it's an uphill battle for anybody not named Patrick Mahomes. But Wentz should be up there if he's healthy, for sure. Uh, Mike Hernishan also said, Can we as a community gather up a rescue fund for Saquon? Uh, no, because Saquon's going to just put the team on his back this year and do what he does. So I'm not worried about it. Jonathan Odeker has a few questions. Uh, how many games does Haskins start? I think he should start... 12. Uh, I think he needs to sit for the first month-ish. And then after that, I think it's about time that he sees the field. Uh, I don't think they have the answer at quarterback aside from him. So that's just that's just my take on it. Uh, I think he should start 12. Do I think Saquon can hit 1,000 rushing and 1,000 receiving yards this year? No. <laughs> Only because I think he's going to be much better covered out of the backfield this year. I think last year, a lot of people knew he was going to be awesome, but they didn't expect him to be as good as he was. And who do I think emerges as the workhorse in a crowded Philly backfield? Jonathan said Miles Sanders. Uh, I agree. I I said that... Uh, Sorry, it's it's kind of late here. Um, and by late, I mean 10.30, but I feel like I'm like 40. Um, <laughs> that's old to me. Just just pointing that out there. Uh, I, I said Miles Sanders should be a rookie of the year if he gets the playing time. Or NFC East rookie of the year. He's not going to be NFL rookie of the year. Don't get out of here with that. Um, but you know, I do think he could be very productive. And I think that... His versatility is what will set him apart in that backfield. They'll they'll be running back by committee. That's what Philly does. But I think he will be... I think he's the favorite to be the main running back for them. And Josh Hedlund 
asks, do Eagles or Cowboys win more divisional games? I think the Cowboys. Uh, That's simply because I think the Cowboys are more built for the run game, play tough defense. And I think the NFC East, they like to do that against each other. They like to kind of just like punch each other in the mouth. And if the Cowboys have Zeke and they have a healthy O-line, they can do it. Ditto for Redskins and Giants. That's the first time I said their name. This I was trying to I was trying to not do that, but he typed it so it slipped. Uh, ditto for Washington or the Giants, who will win more division games. I think Washington, for the same reason, they are more built for the run game and play tough defense. Giants, I think, might be better built for the run game, but they're definitely not better built for playing tough defense. Uh, that's just. That, that's just how it is. Um, and then now we have the last question is from Vincent Page, and he wants to know each team's most under-the-radar rookie. And this one is one of the more difficult ones because I don't want to... Of course, he said under-the-radar. Uh, so I'm not going to say <laughs> Daniel Jones. That's just the earliest pick. Um no, I'm not going to say more. I'm not going to say Miles Sanders for the Eagles, but I will start with the Giants, and I'm going to say Ryan Connolly, a linebacker out of Wisconsin. He's been shining in practice, uh, which of course practice doesn't mean a ton, but he has been shining in practice. He has been impressing. I liked the uh, the pick when when we took him. I very I very much enjoyed that pick. Uh, we needed linebacker help for the past nine years. And uh, whenever Michael Boley left is the last time we had a good linebacker. Uh, and you can hate him all you want, but he was very productive and very reliable. And then for Washington, I think that uh, I kind of think you have to go Bryce Love. I know he's a fourth round pick. And a lot of people knew who he was before, but he kind of fell off the face of the earth after or during the college football season last year, towards ACL during the pre-draft process. He kind of just went MIA to everybody, and I think if he's healthy, he's capable of producing. And I'm not saying it's going to be this year. Because, yeah, he's coming off a torn ACL. So I'm not saying it's going to be this year. But I think Bryce Love could be a very good NFL player. And then moving on to the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm not a huge fan of their draft. So I'm going to say that their under-the-radar rookie would be Nate Herbig interior offensive lineman from stanford i i don't like the sharif miller pick i don't think he should have been drafted uh before the seventh round they took him in the fourth clayton thorson i i don't i get why they drafted a quarterback i just don't like him as their quarterback so yeah i think philly for the most part i didn't like their final two picks their first three were too early so going with the UDFA there, 
And then moving on to the Dallas Cowboys, Mike Weber, the running back out of Ohio State, is who I'm taking as their under-the-radar draft pick, uh, or under-the-radar rookie, I'll say, because I just picked a non-draft pick for the Eagles. Zeke, I think, deserves more of a break than he's gotten. But I don't think that Dallas feels as though they've had that running back talent, like that running back number two, to do that. But I think Mike Weber could be that player. Uh, I know they drafted Tony Pollard earlier in the draft. That's fine. I like Mike Weber more. I think he'll be a better pro. Um, yeah, that's, that's the NFC East preview. Uh, thank you for listening. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at wns underscore brandon dylan was not here but you can find him on twitter at dilly sanders you can find us on twitter as a unit at whole nine sports uh leave an itunes review interact with us on twitter where we're fun i don't know i'm not gonna say we're cool but we're fun uh yeah thank you for listening